we were holding by the Nefesh Achaim in the Prakim. And he spoke about the terrible Avera it is to despise somebody or to ridicule them because their level of mitzvah observance or Torah study isn't on what we consider a power of his own, whether it's in terms of the level of the person learning or studying, or in terms of their, their ability to learn or to do mitzvahs. And uh, even though the Gemara says that a rush they shouldn't learn, that's a person who's learning as a Roshah. He's learning to disagree, to argue, to find fault. Whereas a person who's learning, even if it's not on the highest level or for the most lishma reason, but he's learning and it's a mitzvah and Hashem wants him to learn. And if that's the case, we don't dare, so to speak, look down on a person who's doing what Hashem wants him to do. When it comes to learning, it's even more so, and that's what the Nefesh Chaim is going to explain to us. What we're going to talk about today is the the concept of the Nefesh Chaim explains it of what's called learning Torah Shalalishma. Learning Torah not for the right reason. And that's what the Nefesh Chaim says. We're holding at the end of the Prokim Perik base. He says, He brings the proof that Hashem still values learning even with Shalalishma. And the Gemara in Eich, and the Gemara says, "Bamin rebrayde ben Pazi teichocha dishma vanovish la dishma." How do know what differ? Is it better for a person to give teichocha to rebuke somebody else with the right intention, or another? He considers himself an onov, and therefore unable or unworthy to, let's say, take a stand of rebuking other people, but that's la dishma. What's greater? And the answer was, don't you yourself agree that another is greater if another would be lishma? In other words, if there'd be another lishma and techacha lishma, so he another is the greater middle. And if that's the case, even the shalal lishma nami adifa. Even the shalal lishma of another is still more, of a maila is still better than techacha. The person should learn Torah and do even Shlodeshma because from that comes Lishma. And therefore, something which has a Maila when it's Lishma also has a Maila when it's Shlodeshma. And from that, the Nefesh Chaim proves. We made a Nishma, we'll hear from there. The Kavasanami, Boisaka Torah. Mila Moed is a Torah Lishma, Vada Diff, and Mitzvah Lishma. We know that Torah is greater than mitzvahs in its kedusha and in its ability to affect the world if it's Torah Lishma. And if that's the case, even the Shalom Lishma of Torah is greater than mitzvahs. How do we know that Torah is greater than mitzvahs? It's clear in the mission of Talmud Torah connected Kodam. And therefore, if the Lishma of Torah is greater than mitzvahs, the Shalom Lishma is also. And what's the logic in that? Why would it follows that if the Shema level is greater, then the Shema level is also greater. And one might think that maybe the difference between Shema and Shema is big enough that maybe a smaller mitzvah than Shema is greater than a bigger mitzvah than Shema. So that's something that the Nefesh Chaim is going to explain to us based on how he understands what the concept of Shalom means. But before that, he brings another proof. 
And he says, V'chein chilko chazal b'yisran erech ma'eres ha'tar ha'mitzvah. Chazal distinguished between the difference between the erech, the value of Torah and mitzvahs. And it tells us the value of Torah is more than the value of mitzvahs. She'eschus ha'or ha'mitzvahs. The schus, the merit one gets of doing mitzvahs, or the spiritual aura that it surrounds a person in, is bein the idna the asikpa, bein the idna the asikpa. That whether a person is right now involved in doing a mitzvah or not, but the Gemara says that means it's rak megina minayisurim. The fact that a person is doing mitzvahs protects him from being punished, protects him from harm. But it's not strong enough to act as a barrier against the Yetzirah. And that is, the mitzvahs might prevent punishment, but mitzvahs don't prevent temptation. And therefore, the Yetzirah could attack a person even if he is doing mitzvahs. Whereas, says the Gemara, if you're talking about the aura that a person who learns Torah basks in, while a person is learning Torah, he's protected from the Yetzirah, he's protected from doing Averis, and therefore we see that the effect of Torah on a person is more, is stronger than the effect of mitzvahs on a person. That even more strongly, not just one mitzvah is more valuable than Torah, but even all the mitzvahs together aren't more valuable than the Torah. And if that's the case, so we see Torah is more important than mitzvahs. And if that's the case, based on the logic he said before, which we still need to explain, and if that's the case, then the Asak of Torah, even if it's Shilalishma, is also greater than Mitzvah, even if it's Shilalishma. And the same reason I said before, Now what does that mean? The Gemara says that from Shilalishma comes Lishma, and that's what gives even Shalashma has value. So here we need to explain, and he's going to explain Nefesh Achaim in Perikimel, what that concept means. What's the idea of Shalashma by Mitzvah? What, firstly, what's called Lishma by Mitzvah? So this, according to the Nefesh Achaim, he's going to explain this in Shahar Dara, the Shahar Torah, where the Shem will get there, we'll see. Lishma by a Mitzvah, or Lishma by Torah, means I'm doing it for the sake of learning Torah. I want to know more Torah, I want it to. To, that there to be more Torah learned, that's the Lishma of Torah. In other words, that the learning is to increase Torah. But, that's a level which maybe a person doesn't begin at, he has to get there. And therefore, if a person is starting off learning for another reason, what he wants to gain out of his learning, that's a stepping stone as a way to get to the level of Lishma. Because the appreciation of Chachmah, of Torah, only comes when a person knows Chachmah Satara. And the love for learning only comes when a person learns. And therefore, if at the beginning a person needs to get to the level where he's able to learn Nishma, that's not a Bidi Evet, says Nefesh That's not for somebody who's unable to learn Nishma at the beginning. Uh, so there's a dispensation that is allowed to learn Nishma. The way Nefesh explains, is that it's a necessary stage. Nishma is a level, and a person only gets to that level by climbing the rungs until he reaches it. And the rungs that he has to climb begin with reasons for learning which are Shalal Nishma. And if that's the case, 
means, and that is that the way to get to Lishma is by learning first Lishma. That's not the Bediyavit. That's the process. That's the way to get there. Just like no one's going to learn on a very deep level if they haven't first learned on a very simple level. And as they learn more, they build up their understanding and their depth. And therefore, no one's going to look down on a person who's learning simply at the beginning because it's understood. This is the stage. It's a rung to climb, which will eventually produce someone who can learn on a much greater, deeper level. Same thing, we're talking about the motivation for learning. Shalani Shema is a rung which a person needs to climb in order to get to the Shema. And that's what he says in the beginning of Paragimel. It's quite impossible for a person at the beginning of his learning to start on learning on the level of Lishma. Rather, learning Lishma is a step towards Lishma. It's a level where a person climbs in order to get to a high level. Since it's an, impo- an unavoidable stage, it's a necessary part of growth. So HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants that. He wants people to grow. And the step in that growth process is called uh, learning as a means to go into Lishma. That's desirable by Hashem. That's what He wants. The Rambam, when he describes how to teach a child, he explains the same thing. And he says a little child doesn't yet appreciate the value of Torah as Torah, and therefore the way to teach him is to offer him something he wants. A little child will be a candy, a treat, food, whatever it might be, and that if he learns, this is going to be a very immediate, tangible reward he'll get. So he wants to learn. He wants a reward. And when he's a bit older and the rewards of food isn't as appealing, so give him money. And when he gets to the stage where that's also not so appealing, I don't know exactly, by the way, I'm not sure exactly what the stage is, money is no longer so appealing, but if there is such a stage, so he says, then he thinks that it's the acclaim he's going to get, it's the, you know, the shmuel, people know about him, as a Tamil Chacham, as a person who knows, as a Rav, as a Magachir, whatever it's going to be, popularity or reputation is also a Shura Lishma. And then eventually a person gets to the stage where learning Torah is a value in its own right. He's developed a love for Torah that he wants to know more Torah. But that comes only after learning, through the learning, that a person gets to that stage. And therefore, all the stages which bring a person to be a Tamil Chacham, which are necessary parts of his growth, are all wanted by Hashem. La'ayla means always. Always a person should learn Torah. And the mitzvahs even should have lishma, because that will bring to lishma. Why does that to say la'olam? Why would it be wrong if it said a person should learn mitzvah shlal lishma because it will come to lishma? Um, um, so he says, Amarim la'olam, let's learn b'kviyas. Ha'ayin shabitcheras limoda enim uchuyav rakshilom b'kviyas tamid yom v'layla. What's more important is that a person should learn. And if he learns, and he learns consistently shlal lishma, so there's a guarantee he'll come to lishma. But therefore, unlike this forum that the Nevesh HaChaim is coming to argue with, who held that if a person is learning Shalai Lishma, better don't learn, better work on your Lishma first. And when you get to the feeling of Lishma, now go and learn. The Nevesh HaChaim argues for two reasons. Firstly, he says it's not true. The Torah that a person learns is valuable. 
It's Torah. And even if it's Shalashma, it's also valuable. That's the first point. And the second point is, you're not going to get to Lishma by working on getting to Lishma. You're only going to get to Lishma by learning Torah, because through learning Torah, the Torah will bring you to the Lishma. And that's a very important point. One might think that you know he can, he can uh, focus on learning, and, and and in his mind's imagination, so to speak, feel I'm I'm going to I'm ready to learn the Shema and now I'll start learning. It doesn't work like that. It's more likely to be a person feeling themselves or a person uh, fantasizing on a spiritual level than the reality. What brings a person to Torah the Shema is the Torah, is the Torah. When a person learns Torah and understands Torah and is fascinated by Torah and wants to learn more Torah, that's the Lishma. The Lishma is the desire to know Torah and therefore the way to get there is start start learning. Start learning because that will bring you eventually to the Lishma. Then once again, that's because Nefesh HaKhaim's definition of Lishma is for a desire to know the Torah. And that comes about through the learning itself. And therefore, if we tell a person, the oilam, you should always learn. Even if right now your intention isn't lishma, even if right now your intention is uh, for some other motive, it's still good. It's still good because we can rely on the koyach of the Torah. that we mentioned before that it will have an effect on a person. And even if he began to learn for some other reason, soif kol soif is going to get to learning lishma. And therefore, if, we, if you're relying on this, the Kayach of the Torah to change a person, we see that the Kayach of the Torah is there even when you learn Shlonishma. Even when you learn Shlonishma, it still has the Kayach of the Torah. And therefore, that's what's going to bring you back to learning Nishma. And that's the case, as we said before. When Nefshah Chaim wanted to prove that learning Shlonishma has the Kayach of the Torah, which is more than the Kayach of a Mitzvah, which is done Nishma, it's because learning Shalom is relying on that Kayach of the Torah to bring a person to Lishma. And if that's the case, if you're going to say the Kayach of Torah, the effect of Torah, the aura, the aura of Torah, only applies to a person when he learns Lishma, so then we can't learn Shalom as a means to get to Lishma. How do we know that learning Shalom has the effect on the person? And if the Gemara says that a person should learn Shalom as a way to bring himself to Lishma, it means because the Gemara understood that learning even Shalom will nevertheless have the same effect. Will nevertheless have the same effect, and therefore, we see that the Kedusha that it brings, the art that it causes to shine in a person, through learning Torah, is even Shalom Because that's what you're relying on, and having the effect of bring, which will bring a person to Lishma. If I want to marshal for this, the best marshal I would give, is we tell a person who is sick to take the medication. And even if the, the motivation to take the medication isn't to get better, we'll offer them some kind of a incentive to take the medication. At the end of the day, we say, it doesn't make a difference why you're doing it. Just take it. Because we know it's going to have an effect. It's going to make the person better. Why he took it isn't as important as the fact that he took it. And Nefesh Chaim is saying something similar in understanding Torah. And that is, learning Torah has an effect on a person. It brings him Kedusha, it brings him to a higher level, it connects him to Hashem. And therefore, just learn. The fact that this person's learning, that's what has the effect. That's what causes the effect. And part of that effect is that it will connect him to the Torah. It will come to learn Nishma. That's the, the first point in the Fashachar. Now, going back to what he said before. He said before, therefore, to 
despise somebody, to ridicule them, to look down on them because learning learn Before and besides for the fact we said before that it's wrong. It's wrong in the sense that Hashem wants that learning too. And therefore how how can a person dare to so to speak minimize its value? But there's something even deeper and even worse than that. And that's what Nebuchadnezzar is going to explain next. He says, If a person is going to ridicule somebody who's learning, even if that person is learning, you won't be free from punishment. He's going to be punished in Shemayim for that. In what way is he going to be punished? In the words of Chazal, he's considered in the category of, of the ultimate punishment. As somebody who loses his portion of the Olam There's no punishment worse than that. And about them, the Gemara says, that Gehinnom can burn itself out, they'll still be being punished. There's no end to their punishment. They're the category of the Minim, the apostates, the Apikarsin, the heretics. And Apikaris is in the category of a person who doesn't have the Chalik I'm reading the Gemara Shon. The Gemara says, Who's this Apikaris? Who's this heretic who's so bad that he loses Chalik It's not just talking about a person who denies Hashem Chas Fashalim. That's the pastor, that's the men. Rather, who's it talking about? The Gemara says, It's a person who insults. So to speak, ridicules the Talmud Chacham. Or, I feel I'm a Vazat Chavir, I'm a Vazat Chavir, I'm a Vazat Even somebody who embarrasses his friend in front of a Talmud Chacham. A person says, I don't see any value in the world for Talmud Chachamim. I raise the Chavapikaris. All these people are considered heretics. Apikarisim, why? Because they're all the Vazat Talmud Chachamim. And for that, a person gets punished with the most extreme punishment that there can be, and that is that he loses his chaylek in Olam Abba. What's a, now? What's a bad up in Chacham? Why is it such a severe crime that it gets punished in such a severe way? So he brings a ben yayna b'sharet shova, shaman asayla madreik is chayim ha'am When he goes to the different levels of how severe punishments can be, the tenth and the most severe level, or maybe my drag achrayna, manasakasha amro, chazal leim she'en lochayv l'olam haba. He also brings the most severe punishment, someone who loses the olam haba. Uman lagam ken shem avazat tamil chacham bechal desakas. A person who embarrasses the tamil chacham is also part of that group. Bechayin manaisim rav chaim vitav b'shar kedusha bechal desakas. And what's the reason? So he brings a ben yena. And he says, The reason why there's such a terrible punishment for a person who's in Vazat Tamil Chacham is because because he's somebody who lowers the Maila of the Torah. Somebody who despises the Tamil Chacham so lessens the value of the Torah in people's eyes. And that's the Chil HaTarech HaSvashalim, Kamesh HaRech Vazir And being as we know that HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Ratzin in the world is that the Torah should be more popular. The Torah should be more learned. The Torah knowledge should be more spread. Hashem Chofetz the man Sitka Yagdil Torah. 
the idea Hashem wants that the Torah should be greater and should be more powerful, more listened to, more learnt, more respected, then a person who's doing the opposite, what he's doing is lessening, minimizing the effect of the Torah or the respect for Torah or the learning of Torah, he's Hashem's enemy. He's working against Hashem. Hashem wants the Torah to be more prominent and more widespread and this person is learning to minimize and to restrict the Torah. He's, he's the enemy of Hashem. And therefore, for sure, the ultimate reward of Adam Abba doesn't go to somebody who's actively opposing Hashem, somebody who's instigating a fight against Hashem. And if a person's so he's in the category of somebody who's fighting Hashem. He is minimizing Torah. Both for the person himself. If, it's a, if being a Talmud Chochem is something which is looked down at, so then there's a risk that Talmud Chochem himself might decide to desist from what he's doing, give up his Torah learning. And for the, for Rabbi Yenis says, in the eyes of everybody else, that in, in, in people's eyes, the, the respect of Torah is lowered, then they're less interested in becoming Talmud Chochem, or in supporting Talmud Chochem, or in valuing their children becoming Talmud Chochem. Which means, lessening the value of Torah in the eyes of people is destroying, so to speak, the ability of the Torah to spread. And it's not just the value of the Torah itself, it's the value of people who study Torah. Because if the people who study Torah are looked up to, more people will study Torah. If the people who study Torah are despised, less people will study Torah. And now the amazing thing, and this is the Chiddush, which you need to learn here. It's a tremendous Chiddush and it's a tremendous Musa. And that is, we're not just talking about the experienced Talmud Chacham, the Godel Lador, that in the category of being a Baza, a Talmud Chacham. If we're talking about the COVID due to the person, then maybe an older, more senior, more respected Talmud Chacham, there's more of a Avera in being a him. But if we're talking about the fact that it causes Torah not to be learned, then it's the other way around. And that is, it's Dafka the Talmud Chacham who's just starting off. The person who's willing to try and is beginning to learn. And if we're going to encourage him, he'll continue. And he'll become a Talmud Chacham. But if we're going to mock him, ridicule him for his efforts now at the beginning, he's going to give up. Then we've minimized the study of Torah. We've turned somebody off from learning Torah. We've shut the door on a potential Talmud Chacham. That's been with Vazah Talmud Chacham too. And that's why the Nefesh Chaim comes back to what he says before. And he says that somebody who disparages a person who's learning, a beginner, somebody whose level is very, is very right now is very superficial, somebody's ability is still limited, somebody is still learning, he's just taking the first rung on the ladder, but know what you're doing. Because by being him, it's likely you're going to make him stop. And if that's the case, you're being mavazah the Torah. If that's the case, you're fighting the Torah. You're causing less Torah to be learned. If a person is mavazah, speaks disparagingly about a person who's learning Shalodishma, what's going to happen? He's going to weaken that person's interest, that person's resolve in learning Torah. And then he'll never be able to get to the stage of being a real Tamil Chacham. Why? 
because he never got the encouragement at the beginning. On the contrary, he was put down, he was disparaged. And therefore, there's no greater chidol atare than that. You know, I wanted to explain what this Nefesh Achayim, there's a mission for God. And there it says, The cover of your Talmud should be as precious to you as your own. Why? The Chara, the Rav, the teacher, deserves more cover than the Talmud. But Lefiyah's Nefesh Achayim, we come to an amazing understanding. Your Talmud is learning Torah too. Maybe on a much lesser level, maybe on a beginner level. But what's the difference? He's learning Torah. And what we want is that people should learn Torah. And if I'm a him for learning Torah on his childish, on his beginner level, then that will encourage him to keep learning. He'll become a Talmud Chacham. But if I'm going to minimize his covet and look lightly at his achievements, I don't consider it something worthwhile, then I run the risk of losing somebody from learning Torah. And if that's the case, just like the covet of the experience, all the senior Talmud Chacham, is covered at Torah. That respecting a person who learns Torah causes more Torah to be learned. Even the beginner of Torah, even your Talmud deserves that respect. He's someone who's learning Torah. And therefore the respect due him is to see, to look at what he's doing as something of importance, something of magnitude, something which deserves, so to speak, our congratulations, our assistance. It's always the point I you know, one confronts. Imagine you have a boy. Because that is a real story. Uh, not yet by mitzvah. He's all inspired about Tafiyomi, the Shema Shas. He's decided at 10 years old he's going to start learning Shas. So he took out a Gemara, a big fat Mishnah, the Shabbos. And he sat by himself for hours and hours. And then after a few weeks, months, I don't remember, came. Oh, he's very proud of himself. He finished with the Shabbos. Now, between me and you, a boy that age who's learning by himself, did he understand Mishnah Shabbos? Probably not too much. Did he uh, uh, fully understand the, the sugyas he was learning, the Gemara even that he was reading? Probably some things he might be understood, a lot he didn't. But what's your reaction going to be? If you're going to say, wow, you learned by yourself, you finished the Masechta, I'm so proud of you, Ms. Mekasim. So the chances are he'll start the next Masechta. He might not understand that one either. But if he gets encouragement and praise for doing that, he'll keep doing it. Eventually he'll start understanding something. Maybe in a few years' time. But I've helped build somebody who will maybe eventually become a Talmud Chacham. He wants to. He's motivated. He's trying. But if my reaction is going to be, eh, kid, you think you understand something? Let me ask you a few questions. You'll see you understand a word. What's going to happen? He's never going to try again. I'm going to crush him. I'm going to crush him. I'm going to take away that enthusiasm, that resolve. And the result is I've only lost. I've only, I haven't gained anything. All I've done is I've created a situation where he's not going to want to learn anymore. So yes, I've been I've prevented a possible Tamil Chacham. It's a terrible achrais. If we're teaching, whether it's in the classroom, whether it's in the school, yeshiva, our own children, and you have to think, every child who's trying to learn, we have to look at them as somebody who could be a Talmud Chacham. And be mavaz the one who's learning because of the lack of level, because of the Shalai or any other reason, 
if the result's going to be it's marpiyada like the words of Nefeshachayim, that he now loses his resolve to learn, then we've destroyed the Talmud Chacham. And Chas Hashem, in some way, we're working against Hashem. And that's why it's so important at any level of Torah to encourage Torah study. Not just for the value of the Torah being learned now, but for the value of the person who's learning, who will this way hopefully develop and climb the rungs of Torah until they become a Tamil Chacham of, of, of significant proportions or so on a higher level. And that's what he carries on to say. If a person minimizes the level of someone learning Torah, for his will of Torah, he has lowered the value of Torah to the ground. For his lowered the value of Torah to the ground. And he's destroyed, he's ruined. Any avoidance Hashem. Because the ones who preserve in Klai Yisrael and the real avoidance Hashem is a Tamil Chachamim who learning Torah day and night. They're the ones who are going to make decisions, whether it's in Halacha, whether it's in Hanhaga, whether it's in direction for Klai Yisrael. We need people to learn Torah. We need people to direct, to teach Klai Yisrael. To teach them what to do, where to go. If a person's preventing not bemazed, not out of malice or out of a desire to fight Hashem, but by destroying the 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 sapling who are beginning to flourish, who are beginning to grow. And preventing them becoming of of a level which Kaisal can rely on. He's destroying the potential future of Vedas Hashem in the world. There'll be no one to teach. There'll be no There'll be no Dayanim. People want to know what to do, people want to know what they're doing wrong. And therefore, if a person looks at the door he's in, he says, Ah, the Tamilim of this Torah, no, they're none of them on the level of the previous Torahs. It's just a waste of time. Why are they wasting their time in Yeshivas today? They don't know anyway they're not on the level of Bakram that once were. And that might be true. But people are going to talk like that and are therefore going to weaken the resolve of people today to learn to become Tanim Chachamim. They're just causing destruction. And therefore, if you try your best to encourage, to uplift, to give enthusiasm to anybody who's trying to learn Torah and do Avodah Hashem, even if you know it's not right, for the right reason, that the Tzadik will continue to grow, continue in the way he started, continue to try and continue to achieve, eventually he'll get there. To the madrega of the Shema, to the madrega of the Talmud Chacham, to the madrega of a person who's on a level, the Torah has an effect. I once heard from my Meshkiach, B'Shem Rebchatzka Levenstein, B'Shem Rebbe Levevitz. Rebbe Yochum was the famous Meshkiach of the Mir, and after he died, that, that post was fulfilled by Rebchatzka. And he said, Rebbe Yochum's first rule for a Meshkiach. Something important for us to hear. The first rule for a Meshkiach, the Meshkiach's job is to correct to point out to point out rooms for improvement, to criticize if necessary. But the Rabbi Yochum said the first rule every Mashgiach has to know is number one, 
make sure you're not causing damage. Yes, my motivation might be that a person can do better and can try harder and can achieve more. 